Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. I think we struggle to speak with any conviction and warn one another, warn others against the deceptions. But if we believe that this is better, then it will actually motivate us to warn one another, to warn the people around us, and to live our lives in a way, in the way that we evangelize, in the way that we pray for people, in the way that we conduct ourselves at work. I want to live in a way where I'm, I'm storing up treasure in heaven. Do you believe heaven will be better than this? In today's message, Pastor David will warn against getting hung up on the distractions of this world. When we really believe in heaven and the promises God made regarding it, we'll invest our time, energy and resources in that reality instead of this temporary one. Stick around after today's message from Pastor David. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor David in the book of Acts chapter 20 as he continues his message, Hope That Does Not Disappoint. All the unmet desires we are full of are designed to be fulfilled. Can you see how that changes everything? That actually, actually changes the way we live, if we believe that. C.S. Lewis said, If we consider the unblushing promises of reward promised in the Gospels, it would seem that our Lord finds our desires not too strong, but too weak. We are half-hearted, like an ignorant child who wants to keep making mud pies in the slum because we can't imagine what is meant by the offer of a holiday at the sea. We are too easily pleased. Jesus is not asking us to be good for goodness sakes. He told us, do the math. Don't store up treasure here where it's going to be gone in 70 years. You don't even know if your kids are going to spend it right. They usually don't, right? Even if you pass it on, then they're going to waste it. And in ten, He says, store up treasure where it doesn't fade away. Do the math. How would you live differently if you believed this? What would change this week in how you talk to people, in who you talk to, in how you spend your money, in how you spend your time? This is what enabled Paul to say, to live is Christ, to die is gain. Actually, actually true. It's actually gain. So I'm going to live for him, live the way he instructed me now. Let's look quickly, verse 25, at some of the ways we see this play out. Paul tells us how this changed his life. Speaking to the leaders there, he said, Indeed, now I know that you all, among whom I've gone preaching the kingdom of God, will see my face no more. 
Therefore, I testify to you this day that I'm innocent of the blood of all men, because I have not shunned to declare to you the whole counsel of God. Therefore, take heed to yourselves and to all the flock among which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers to shepherd the church of God, which he purchased with his own blood. I know this, that after my departure, savage wolves will come in among you, not sparing the flock. Also from among yourselves, people will rise up speaking perverse things to draw away the disciples after themselves. Therefore, watch. Remember that for three years I did not cease to warn everyone night and day with tears. So now, brothers and sisters, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and give you an inheritance among all those who are sanctified. The first way we see this affect Paul is it compelled him, it compels us, if we let it, to watch and warn. When we know the promises of Jesus' return, when we really get that, it'll, it'll, it'll stir you to want to connect to him more. Right? I want to, he says, the only way I'm going to bear fruit, the only way that I'm going to be able to survive all the attacks of this life is if I stay connected to the vine, if I abide in him. And the way we do that, he, you know, is just connect, seeking him, spending time with him day to day. That's a lot of what he talks about with watching, be ready, Instead, as opposed to letting ourselves grow comfortable in the world around us, as opposed to giving in to the deception, giving in to the apathy, watch, look ahead to the day that he's coming back. Stay ready. Connect to Jesus. Spend time with him in prayer. Spend time with him in his words, filling yourself with the truth. Right? I commend you to God and to the word of his grace because that will build you up and give you an inheritance. It leads us also to change the way we interact with the people around us, to warn them, to stir them up, because it, if we really believe this, the more, the more we understand these truths, we want to warn others, right? I don't want to, to watch people wreck their lives and give themselves to mud pies for nothing. The more I, but I, I, I'm only going to really be like deeply moved to that if I believe that what they're doing is actually not nearly as good as what's coming. And when we don't believe that eternity is better, I think we struggle to speak with any conviction and warn one another, warn others against the deceptions. But if we believe that this is better, then it will actually motivate us to warn one another, to warn the people around us, and to live our lives in a way in the way that we evangelize, in the way that we pray for people, in the way that we conduct ourselves at work. I want to live in a way where I'm, I'm storing up treasure in heaven. Like Jesus said, I want, to, I want to be willing to lay things down for that. Build yourselves up in God's love and the knowledge of the inheritance he stored up for you. Verse 33, he goes on and explains, I specifically, he says, I coveted no one's silver or gold or peril. Yes, you yourselves know that these hands have provided for my necessities and for those who were with me. I've shown you in every way by laboring like this that you must support the weak. And remember the words of the Lord Jesus that he said, it's more blessed to, receive, to give than to receive. Practically, if we believe in the restoration, if we believe that inheritance is coming, it changes the way we interact with our resources, with our time, with our money, even with people, with the way we, the people in our lives who we have responsibility for, the connections we have. If I have all eternity 
to enjoy the riches of my Father, that I'm less attached to the things now. And I'll be more deliberate to use it in a way that is storing up treasure in the kingdom, that's honoring him. If I really believe there's a kingdom where the treasure is going to be good, if I don't believe there's a kingdom coming and the treasures are, if the treasures feel abstract and like they don't really matter, then I'm going to be less apt to be willing to lay things down. I mean, doesn't this feel really contrary to the way we think about our money a lot of times? Like, I don't think I should be thinking if I give these five bucks away in heaven, I'm earning a reward right now. But he tells us that's exactly how we should be thinking. If I serve this person, we think to ourselves, I should just do it for the sake of the service. And there's a degree to which that's true. But he also says, no, I'm, I'm laying my life down, believing in reward. I'm confident that my father who sees in secret will see this. And he may not reward it before I see him in eternity, but there's going to be a real reward. It'll change the way that we do these things. I'm much more willing to lay my life down if I believe he actually is taking note of it and there's going to be some sort of payoff for it. If it's just for the sake of doing a good thing, sometimes that's not enough, especially when it becomes really hard, like when he says to love our enemies, to pray for them, to submit willingly to your boss who is a jerk, right? And work hard when no one sees it at your job or in your home, right? Do the dishes for the 17th night in a row because nobody else is going to do them, right? Joyfully, because there's a reward and your father sees in secret. It changes the way we do these things, how we spend our time and our money. I think about, again, right, everything going on in Afghanistan right now, it's not just Afghanistan, it's a lot of the world, but our, the church in Afghanistan, right now, there are parents of five-year-olds and three-year-olds just like me who are having to decide how they take care of their family knowing that their children have good odds of dying for this. That resource of family looks different. If in this life only I have hope, I'm going to have a hard time. Right? I'm not going to lay down my five-year-old. I'm not going to let my five-year-old lose his life. Let my three-year-old lose her life. If in this life only we have hope. We're so glad you tuned in today for Pastor Robert's message in the Book of Acts. If you'd like to hear today's teaching again or learn more about Main Thing Radio, visit our website at mainthingradio.com. Before our time with you is through for the day, we'd like to take a moment and ask you to consider partnering with us here at Main Thing Radio. Would you commit to praying for us each time you tune in? As we continue to produce programs to spread the good news of the gospel, we know the enemy won't be happy. We'd appreciate your prayers for protection and guidance in all we do. Would you also pray for your fellow listeners too, that each one would allow Jesus to speak truth into their heart? We have one more way you can support us in what we're doing here at Main Thing Radio, and David's here with the details. We all know it's vitally important to support the local church, a place we call home. But it's also very important to support missionaries. Have you ever considered that Main Thing Radio is missionary work? It is. We need your support to continue to share God's word over the airwaves. Please 
prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. For more information, visit MainThingRadio.com and click on the Donate button. Thanks, David. And thank you for joining us today. Tune in next time for another look at the Book of Acts right here on Main Thing Radio.